Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Sights and sounds. And by sights and sounds, we just mean sounds because it's a podcast. Super Bowl LIV in Miami. Day four, closing out Friday, the best day. Who do we have today? Quinnen Williams and his bro Quincy Williams, respectively of the New York Jets and the Jacksonville Jaguars, jump on the show to talk some football and the American Cancer Society and their involvement there. Another great interview. We have two former cornerbacks, Pro Bowl cornerbacks, Ike Taylor, 12-year vet of the Pittsburgh Steelers, and Brandon Flowers of the Chiefs and the Chargers on the show. And we close out with Marquez, Valdez, Scantlin, Wide receiver two, Green Bay Packers. This ain't one you want to miss. Up first, the Williams Bros. The dream work over here. We got Quinn and Williams and Quincy Williams on the mic with us at Radio Row Super Bowl. Day four, it's been flying by. Guys, how are we doing today? I'm doing good. It's a great start to a good morning, man. Good, yeah, it's a good morning. I want to talk some football with you guys, but first I want to talk American Cancer Society. Mm-hmm. That's what we're talking about today, right? Talk to me about your involvement with that, guys. Uh, we did some great stuff, man. I gave out uh, Super Bowl tickets to an uh, uh, individual who's um, battling cancer. He also he beat cancer three times. Really? Uh, and still volunteers, still do things that a normal person wouldn't do, uh, like volunteer his time, um, clean up different things, volunteer firefighter, different things like that. Uh, so I've teamed up with Breast Cancer, American Cancer Society, and helping individuals like that. Um, we do a lot of stuff and going to go speaking to people, going to um, different homes. Yeah. Um, such as like like uh, what's it called um, the, the homes? They're just like homes where yeah cancer survivors and things like that go or cancer people with cancer go and get their treatments, things like that. Um, just to put smiles on people, pay faces, sign autographs, take pictures, and different things like that. Just spending anything, time with them. Yeah, spending time with them. So anything the American Cancer Society need us to do, we're there to do it. So how do you guys get involved with them? Um, I believe uh, we 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 had like a great story, and I feel like uh, our PR people, our uh, agents and things like that, uh, knew the route we wanted to go to leave our legacy, knew the route we wanted to go to impact the community and things yeah. like that. So I believe they reached out to uh, American side and American side. Uh, was like no problem. Like we, that's somebody who we want to be with. Yeah, we're not like, gonna say. Yeah, yeah man, not gonna say no to that. Especially, especially the call. Especially the big like, like how much impact like we've been impacted by it, and how much we into it. Like it's nothing that we just did because yeah. it, it clouded clout or something like that. Right. No, no, right. I mean but it's, it's something yeah. like we really, we really look up to. We really just do. Yeah, really one, care about one, one of my yeah. buddies, the guy I sat next to in uh, in eleventh grade, he had cancer came down with cancer and we all shaved our heads we each raised like three grand a pop St. Baldrick's and then you know I did it senior year and I ended up doing it my freshman year of college Mm -hmm. which wasn't great for the ladies but you know what sometimes (laughs) you guys sometimes you got to make some sacrifices here and there Um, do you guys get involved when you turn pro or when you were in college though Uh, I got involved when I was turning pro nice okay once yeah yeah yeah, when I left college and things like that doing the draft process just because I got a lot of time yeah Uh, now I'm just doing all season things like that in college you just don't got time yeah, yeah. No, college, you got to cl- go to class, yeah, go to, sure. especially with Saban, man. I'm sure yeah, that guy's yeah. on your ass to do everything all, <laughs> all, all, all the time, man. Yeah. Uh, how was it turning pro, boys? Fun? Good first year? Man, it was amazing. It was amazing. Yeah. Like, it was amazing. Look at that smile on his face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Oh, 
way different than college. Man. It was amazing, like just practicing too, hanging out with your teammates to like you got a lot more free time. Like, you got a lot of free time. Yeah, like, you guys have an interesting story because you guys got both drafted in the same draft. Yeah, yeah. definitely. So, did you know you're gonna be in New York? Do you have a feeling you're gonna uh, be there? Nah, I had a feeling. I ain't have a feeling at all. I'm gonna be in New York. I ain't know I'm gonna go that high. Like I went. So you didn't think you were gonna go that high? Nah, that makes one of us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now you I heard, like you know you look at the mock drafts stuff, but they prepare you like the mock drafts ain't really like true. So yeah, like, it oh never works God. out exactly works out like that. Yeah, no, yeah. One, no one had Cleveland going so four. Like, so it's like you be like, oh man, like I can potentially go number one. Yeah, but, like don't get my hopes up. So yeah, it can be I anywhere. Really, I really just like man, I'm just blessed to be here. Like, I'm just blessed to be in this room with all these great guys in here, man. And just man, a lot of people don't get the chance to even go to the draft. Yeah, like in the first round, like cause they only take a certain amount of guys. Mm. So. It was just amazing to beat us, so I didn't really care. And Man. you snuck it on day two, baby. Yeah, I most definitely didn't think I was going that high. So, uh, I mean, I knew that, but, I mean, of course, a lot of people didn't have me at the high. I heard about a lot of free agency and stuff like that, but, I mean, came in third round, called my name, bro. What was the feeling like for each other, like when he got drafted and you got drafted? Um, I was actually he was, at he was his in my own when I got drafted. So, uh, that day was more about him. I was uh, happy for him that day. Yeah, was the biggest thing. So everything was about him. That was the biggest thing. And I was like, and then when they called his name, it was exciting and stuff like that. Yeah, man. And then and then you're the next day, and then this, yeah, and then everyone's like, all right, Quincy, let's go, baby. <laughs> he got, no, actually, we weren't even thinking of that. Cause we didn't think he was gonna go that high. So everybody was just basically like chilling. Like yeah, everyone's just hanging high. out, like yeah, we, we playing we Xbox. <laughs> it's like the best surprise you could ever get, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We were just chilling, and then like I got I got it first. Yeah. Because I think one of my people, like, going through the draft, so I know people like that, they, they call me, they like, your brother just got drafted to the Jaguars. And I think it came on TV. Yeah. And he's seen it. And I was like, bro, like. Yeah. He called me, like, right after. He called me, like, right after the Jaguars called me. I was like, dang, that's he was like, He was like, man, I'm trying to call, I'm trying to talk this, I'm trying to talk to that. I'm like, man. Yeah. That's crazy, <laughs> dude. You guys are so far away from each other. Yeah, but now, we still right? find time to see That's each other, good. Yeah, That's yeah good. We, we guys went to different schools, too, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, you're used to it. Yeah, yeah you're used to that, the whole the whole. School. How do you end up at Murray State? Uh, I ended up at Murray State because I was late qualifier, so the biggest thing. But the biggest thing, it was, a, it was like a family town. It's a small town. Yeah. Everybody knew everybody. Yeah. So uh, that was the biggest thing. That's why I harped on when I picked Murray State, just yeah. because it was like a family atmosphere. Yeah. Why do you pick Alabama? Bad school for football. <laughs> Alabama the school. Uh, d- yeah, no, it's amazing, dude. Man, nah, I picked Alabama. I had a lot of options, man. You know, I, was, I had a lot of options, man. But Alabama is just, I feel like, man, you just, you want to be the best at what you be. You got to play with the best. You want like, you got to be the best. You got to perform the best. You got to train the best. Just like you want to be a doctor. Like, you can't yeah, hang around. Yeah, dude, no, you can't. Business. Be. You can't hang around business, man. You got to hang around <laughs> doctors. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I'm so saying. So that's how yeah, I felt, man. I felt like I want to be the best. So it's like I got to compete with the best. I got to go with the best. I got to get coached by the best. So I just feel like Bama was the, the best. So yeah, who yeah. for both of you guys coming into the league, who was the biggest role model on your team? So on the Jaguars, on the Jets, who was the guy that you kind of that took you under your wing, mm-hmm. you looked up to and helped you become a pro? Because you guys both got significant playing time. Yeah. Like that defense is ferocious. For and real. you guys got some ballers on the Jets mm-hmm. too, you know, especially on the line. So who are the guys that really took you under their wing uh, um, and got you started? The guy – looked up the most to was because he from my city with yeah. Marcel there mm-hmm. so that's the biggest thing because I know like he got the same background I'm coming from same city yeah so it's like all right he's in the league now just like show me how to be a pro but for my position it was Miles Jack 
Yeah. <laughs> I've seen. I saw him play live against the Long. We're Longhorns, and I saw him when UCLA came, and that oh, dude yeah. was fast. <laughs> that yeah, he could have returned kicks. Now. I think he was a running back at one. But he was like yeah, a running back in college, I think dude. He was like the Heisman for. Uh, he was up for the Heisman running back and linebacker. Yeah, he was a. He was out of control. Yeah. I, that's a great one. And Marcel Darius, if he's from your town, yeah, he's yeah. From Birmingham. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Another dude that went three overall. I know, man. I thought I was gonna get it. Like, I thought I was gonna go number two or something, like, number one, like this, so I could be like on the highest. <laughs> the highest, <laughs> I know, man. Yeah. Like, you almost yeah, had, yeah, you almost they, had him. That's the yeah. They had called us like, oh man, like you could have been the highest Alabama history. And I'm yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> at least I'd have made some history. Right? <laughs> yeah, that right. Hey, but the crazy part is, we used to go to his camps when we were younger. Yeah, we yeah, we used to go to Marseille Darius football camp when we was in middle school. So it was like, dang, like you that old. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> Give him shit, dude. Yeah. What up, Grandpa? Yeah. I that all the time. Like, what's up, Grandpa? Yeah. He's a big dude to mess with, man. You guys are balls here. I love it. How about you, man? Who's the guy you looked up to uh, and then took I you first on your went, uh It was uh, Steve McClendon. Yeah. Uh, Steve McClendon, man. 12 He's years. He's underrated, dude, man. man. 12 years in the NFL, man. Played with guys like Troy Palomalo. Yeah. Uh, played with guys like Karen Hayward, man. Just different. F- He's been around football a long time, so. Man, he he took me up on his wing immediately, almost, mm-hmm. and showed me the ropes on everything. Showed me the ropes on New Jersey. Showed yeah. me the ropes on yeah. um, being a pro inside and outside, like everything. So it's like how like I want to play twelve years. I want to play ten plus 100%, years. So it's man. like yeah, yeah. to have somebody who's doing it at an elite level still, like twelve years, and the different things how he take care of his body, the different things he different vitamins he take. Man, I'm, I learned from all. I learned everything in one year. Yeah, a couple more questions for you guys. I know you guys are big gamers. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. What was it like first time playing as yourselves in Madden? Oh, oh crazy. man. <laughs> I, play, I, got my, I got myself on Ultimate Team first. I ain't played a quick play. Cause I'm, a, I'm a big – I play video games. Like, yeah. The world. Like, so He's I, a gamer. I was on Ultimate Team, so I got myself on Ultimate Team. I had to, I had went and actually spent nineteen ninety nine to get some <laughs> coins to get my elite card. Cause I ain't want, I ain't want the regular card. Where did yeah, that? Where yeah. did Quinn yeah. Williams' draft money go? Right to Ultimate <laughs> Team. <laughs> so I went, I went, I went and got nine. I went and paid nineteen ninety nine for the coins to get the uh, my elite card. So I was like my elite card like a ninety ninety seven. Damn. So I'm like, I was going crazy. We're doing crazy. that when we get home. We'll get you. We'll get you both, guys. Yeah, this guy's an Ultimate was, Team all the time. I was going crazy with my Ultimate Team dude. Mine's, uh, I think I actually played him first. Yeah. My dude. <laughs> I think I ended up, he was like, bro, you fast on him? I was like, yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah. But I the first like, thing I noticed, they had me in some land sharks. I was like, yeah, I got to hit them up by these cleats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his speed outrageous. Edit player real quick. Yeah. <laughs> you, got, you, got, you got him, like, so, like, you got him and Miles Jack in, both on super fast. Yeah. So it's like, you try to run the ball, like, outside. You, know, you can't you know, get, get you, man. Against. You guys play against <laughs> each other ever? I play uh, against each other, but not with myself though. Like when I play against people, I don't play w- with the Jets. Yeah, yeah. I play with. I go you play, play with. Man, I go play with like I play most on ultimate teams. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah. If man. I quick play somebody, I play with like the Ravens or, Ky- or Kyler, dude. You just yeah, gotta, you just gotta, you just, gotta, like you just like wanna, yeah, QB like, can run, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, you yeah. guys are, you guys are our age when we were yeah. like in uh, Madden 04th, Michael Vick was like the biggest. Yeah, Michael, yeah. Big, the biggest. Get Michael Vick. Like, you used to like run to the back of the end zone and yeah, then beat yeah. every <laughs> single guy. Like online, <laughs> like when you play online now, everybody play with Baltimore. Yeah, everybody so, did. So it's like the RPO, bro. Yeah, like, I know man. how to stop it though. I'm, I'm a man freak. So how, what's it like good. defending that shit? I know how to, all right, so look, because <laughs> I had to do the same thing with him, so I go get the Rams. Yeah. And then I put Jalen at nickel, and then I run the nickel defense, and then uh, I always put I put Jalen on on uh, 
Dang, I put Jason on quarterback spot. Yeah. So I already know, like, I got one I got one corner that's out, but I still got two corners checking people. Yeah. So that's how I do it. So <laughs> you guys are you guys are going to be D coordinators someday yeah. with, like, the oh, way yeah, this is sure. going. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll go back to real football for a quick second. Uh, but actually, back to video games. You guys play NFL Street before? Yeah. yeah. That, was, that was the yeah. game, dude. That was the, that was the game growing up. But back to real football. Things are going in the right direction for both organizations. Mm-hmm. Jets, Jaguars. What's one thing you want to see the team and yourselves do in year two as a pro to get to that next level, to get to the playoffs? Jaguars back to the playoffs a couple years yeah. ago. They were, a- they were a couple inches away from the AFC Championship. Jets turned like on like hell. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, Jets. Yeah, like yeah, it's crazy, <laughs> dude. I mean, TB12, what are you going to do, you know? And the, uh, <laughs> He's a big Pats fan. Yeah, the, uh, and then Jets, man, turned it on like hell at the end of the season. So next year, what's one thing you want to see the team do going forward? Uh, I would say being consistent. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about you, Q? Uh, I say for the team, just just had the same mentality we had at the end of the season. Like, yeah. Everything was clicking like a train. Yeah, Everything man. was clicking. Everything yeah. was clicking. Like, practice was clicking. Everything was clicking. So Everybody's healthy, too. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I feel like uh, the yeah, same mentality that we had, the same yeah. mentality that we had, man, like, just keep it going. Like, yeah. Everybody, everybody felt how they felt at the end of the year. Everybody seen how they felt at the yeah. end of the year. Yeah. And, like, myself, I just feel like, man, I could have did so many things different in games. Like, you know how at the NFC, you like, yeah. man, this play right here, I would have did this. But just learn from everything I did that I should have did. Right yeah, you know I think it's, like, not harping on it yeah. or, like, you know, like looking back. I mean, we'll film something, and yeah. I'll watch it back or I'll listen back when like, we record. Man, I said this. Yeah, like, I'm like, oh, oh that would have been such a funny line yeah. or, like, that would have been a great point. Oh, but, you know, best yeah. Best not to, like, get like down on yourself. Yeah, and you just got to look forward to see how you face it. just, like, looking forward to the next opportunity to do that right. That's why I can't wait. Like, I mean, like, I got to make sure, like, Next opportunity, I'm gonna do that right. So Just you staying hungry. Yeah. yeah. Are you guys a lot to say who you hope they draft or now? Who? I don't who? really know who. who, who <laughs> who's really who's know. available? Man, I don't even know who in the draft, honestly. Judy, that's who y'all oh, both. I think my dog, Jared Judy in here. Jared Judy over here somewhere. Really? Yeah. yeah that's my dog. That that yeah, dude. He that boy should go. He could go number. He should go number one. He's so freaking fast. He's dude. Awesome. I, we're behind, we're behind yeah, Jason yeah, yeah, Burrow, yeah, yeah. man. Oh, yeah, so crisp. Yeah, he, he go, yeah. <laughs> for whatever for wide receivers. Yeah, right. It routes outrageous, man. Who is who are the craziest guys you've seen practicing against or playing against? You're like, whoa! That when you get to the pros, you're on the defensive side. The pros, yeah. Jason. Yeah. Yeah. Seen no, I seen. Jason, I seen. Uh, so. I played. We played against uh, Tom Brady. How was that? <laughs> Goat. Just his mannerism. Like I played against, uh, preseason against uh, Drew Brees. Is that so awesome? It, man, it was crazy how small he was. Yeah. Like man, you was small. Like, yeah. yeah. that was crazy. <laughs> he's that like five. Like, is he like our size? Like, they'll tell you. Yeah, he, he'll <laughs> tell you like how. They'll tell you like he's small. He's a small quarterback. And then you get out there, you be like, oh, like. Yeah, he's, he's small. Really little, like, <laughs> yeah, 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 like, but like, Tom Brady is outrageous. His yeah. mannerism outrageous. Like, where is that? Like, you be like, he's intense. Like, it's <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah. he like owns the field. You yeah, walks like, in the room like, and you man, feel the presence, dude. Like, yeah. How about you, Quincy? Um, mine would have to be the first game, Tyreek Hill. Oh yeah. It was like a blur. Dude, that guy. Oh look, that's the dude right there who played long snap for USC. Oh yeah. 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 Oh, the, yeah, the blind long he's snapper. Yeah, oh my he's god! Amazing, yeah. There's so many good long long snapper stories. We had one of our buddies, a long snapper for Texas, and he was a he was a Green Beret. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's crazy. 
really crazy stuff, guys. But yes, Quentin, Quincy, thank you guys so much for Thanks, joining guys. us. Yeah, 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 we loved having y'all. All right, American Cancer Society, guys, go support it for these boys yeah. and for everyone out there. All right, yeah. good luck next season, fellas. Kick some uh, ass. All right, of course, y'all. Those guys are great. They're just here to hang out. So I just want to game with them, honestly. I know that I think at Radio Row, everyone's on a time crunch, right? So you're bouncing from 15-minute spots, 15-minute spots. You really can't be here and just, you know, shoot the shit for like an hour. But the minute I brought up Madden, these dudes lit up like a Christmas tree. We could have been there for hours. I just want to pull up an Xbox, a little TV, and rip a sesh. That's all. They play with the Ravens. I play with Russell Wilson. That's my guy, number three. Won't wear it out. Cornerback time. This is listen. This is some serious cornerback talk. You do not want to miss this. This guy knows his knows his shit. He almost when he when he talks about the Pittsburgh Steelers, he legitimately I thought he was gonna jump over this thing and lay me out. I wouldn't have complained. You guys know I'm all for that. Joshua Fisher of the Charity Strike. By the way, the Believe Podcast Network. You'll hear Ryan Dirud of LA Football Network. You'll also hear Cam Rogers of Believe in Ravens, plus my co-host Alex Tossman Rocktosopoulos of the Charity Stripe. Here we go, Ike Taylor. 54 Radio Row, IT, two-time Super Bowl champion and co-host on the Believe Network, Ike Taylor. Dude, first of all, thank you so much for being on the network. We love having you. Man, I appreciate y'all giving me that invite. I love, I, I look forward on Tuesdays Dude. to doing it, me and Mark, you know? Breaking it down. Hey, the Raging Cajun, I got to yeah. know, Bourbon Street, do I have to do it? I've never been. You've never been? Well, Raging Cajun, that's in Lafayette, Louisiana. Yeah, uh, not New Orleans, of course. Uh, oh, yeah, you got to go. You got to go, man. I tell you what, <laughs> Lafayette was <laughs> Lafayette was the first. I've never seen light-skinned women with green and blue eyes until uh, I went down to Lafayette. No shit. So when I went down and I saw that, I almost got kicked out because I didn't do no school. I was doing the green <laughs> and blue eyes. That's hilarious. I'm uh, My mom's a Louisiana gal. She's from Shreveport. Oh, she way up there. Yeah. 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 Around Arkansas. That's right. Yeah. But, yeah. like, you walked on and mm-hmm. became a performer on the team. What was that like, building through the adversity and becoming a key player on that squad? And then, obviously, going to the NFL. It was just, I didn't want to go home. Right. Like, my whole goal was taking care of my mom and my three sisters. And I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have another option. Like, I didn't want another option. Like, I was all the way in. So... It was me or you kind right. of attitude, Love and it. I like me over everybody, so that's how that was. Dude, two Super Bowl rings, you've been in three. What's going through the minds of the players for the Chiefs and the 49ers as we stand here on a Friday before a Super Bowl? You can just see two different personalities, and the two different personalities between the Chiefs and San Fran, you can see it's more business-minded with San Fran. And the reason why it's more business-minded with San Fran because they got a couple of guys who won Super Bowls. Mm. Emmanuel Sanders won a Super Bowl. Richard Sherman has won a Super Bowl. On the flip side, you can tell it's more loose on the KC side. Like, they're having a lot of fun. You can just listen to the guys in, in the podium. Yeah, Tyreek Hill yeah, was, yeah, like, they, shouting out Richard Sherman. Yeah, they, yeah. You, I'm shouting you out, but at the same time, like, um, I'm, I want to smoke you, yeah. which right. I like the attitude, but you can just see from the top to the bottom, meaning from the coach to the players, that San Fran have this business, what well, we call it business, mm. the business, <laughs> <Love that. laughs> business attitude, and you can so, just see it. So what do you think? I mean, what does that mean to you? Who 
who fares better, right? Like they, they always play close games. San Fran been playing close games. They, they had the hardest schedule this year. Yeah, and I mean, that's to go thirteen and three and have the hardest schedule, and this is one team. They could, they're the only team that can do both. Mm. If y'all want to play Smash Mouth football, y'all know we got a three-headed monster in the back. If y'all want to, if y'all want to go air out, just ask Drew Brees and company. Usually, you just have one identity. Tennessee had one identity, Derrick right. Henry. Right. When you think of KC, you think of Patrick Mahomes and all the Ferraris and the Lambos yeah. he got at his disposals on the perimeter. But when you think of San Francisco 49ers, yeah, you think of run game, but don't forget you still got Kittles. He's a monster. Totally. You still got Emmanuel Sanders. He's a dog. And you still got Debo Samuels. He's the dog. So, yeah, yeah we – they – they have what they like, and that's run. But they can do whatever you want to do. It's like fighting. You want to go unorthodox, or you want to go southpaw. Mm-hmm. But you that's think the San Francisco 49ers. They can they can certainly beat a lot of the teams in the NFL in a shootout. But could they? Do they want to even get into a shootout with the Kansas City Chiefs? I, I think they don't mind getting in the shootout. Really? Like to have five first rounders on the front on the front four, five first rounders. Like so, we're acting like they didn't just play a quarterback of Patrick Mahomes' caliber. Mm. They just smoked him. You saw what they did to AR-12. That's Aaron Rodgers. Easy. <laughs> you, just, you just saw what they did to him. Yeah. So, and we get to him with four. Not five, but four. Four on five, they win every time. So, that's, so That's a luxury. Yeah, that, that's Huge. a hell of a luxury. Yeah. You can just go to the old Minnesota days when Coach T was with Minnesota, the four-down linemen. You can go with Sapp and company in Tampa when they just had four-down linemen. You can go to Chicago when Brian Urlacher with four-down linemen. When you got four dogs that can get to the quarterback and you don't have to bring an extra guy, something ain't right. Dude, the Rams did it last year. I mean, listen, you think it's a, it's not an anomaly the Rams don't go back. Losing Sue, say what you will about the guy yeah. as a person. The guy, as far as talent goes, he's a Hall of Fame talent. He's just an unstoppable force. Him on the inside, it's no shock that Dante yeah, yeah. Fowler Jr. is his best year. Yeah, it's mm. no question. I mean, you had Sue and Aaron. Yeah. You had Sue and Aaron. That's a double whammy. You had Sue. You already know how much of a dog Aaron is. Well, he's the best, but then Sue is right up there That's with him. That's what I'm him. saying. You, yeah, you, totally. You, you, had, you had both of them. On the same team? It's Kawhi and Paul. It's like having Kawhi and Paul George. I mean, the minute the, the two on, best 3 and D guys. takes the two middle on the guys. Same team? They can't double-team Donald. Dude, that's a corner's dream. If you're a cornerback and you have those linemen, um, so, you're loving that. I mean, we I can't even lie. We had a good deep, When I played, we had a nice. We had you, a nice you, you had Casey Hampton, man. He is talking about underrated, bro, right? Casey. Aaron, Aaron Smith probably been the, the most underrated. Both of them, dude. Both of them. Aaron Smith probably was the most underrated yeah. D lineman yeah. in the game of football. 94 the, is good, dude. And you saw it with your own Live eyes. in person. Every week. Them boys used to fight to get to the quarterback. Them boys used to fight each other to get to the quarterback. Bro, our defense used to be crazy, bro. Yeah. Like, Kind of is crazy now, though, man. Nah, it won't. Nah, we was. It's a finesse crazy. We was putting people to sleep crazy. Yeah. Like, hey, uh, who's the best? Who's the best guy right now on that offense? Which offense? No, that's that. We used to look at the roster. Oh. Uh, like, <laughs> who's the best guy on the offense? We got it. Hey, let's put him to sleep. <laughs> let's put him to sleep. That was the mentality you had. Hey, 100%. Whoever, 
whoever hits the hardest, the longest. That was our mentality. We taking the soul out of a man. That 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 was our that was our motto. Let's take the soul. Let's let his mama, his sister, his grandma know that he's not a man no more. That's deep. Let's take the soul. Like it, I've never bro, wanted to not play brain, NFL football so much so much in my entire. I want to run through a brick wall. Brainwashed. My linebackers used to brainwash. Take the soul out of I mean, Mike. 90, Hit him so 90, hard he just stands on the sideline. Doesn't want to come back in. Take, He's tap, take the soul out of him. 92 is the scariest play I think I've ever seen. I mean, Ray Debo? Lewis is great. Yeah. Yeah, Debo, Debo, Debo. But i tell you what. James Ferrier. Oh, dude. He was, he was lit. You want to nice. talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. I feel your energy. I know. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm like diagonal it. from you. I'm like right in your and he did fire. It, and he did an attitude like. Pot dog, that was his nickname because he had a pot belly when he was small. Cause, so his parents used to call him Pot Dog. And but y'all know him as James Ferrier. Pot Dog. Man, I ain't never seen. I ain't never seen a man hit people that hard. I'm talking about knock outs. And he told he told us, us meaning secondary guys, we're not hitting low. He said, we FaceTiming. So in order to play in that secondary, you had to FaceTime. And yeah. you had to run through them. Right. Yeah. So, like I said, I've been brainwashed. Like, them dudes, I would rather knock somebody out than catch an interception. That was the mentality when we played yeah. as, as a secondary. If you played corner when I played corner, we got more praise than knocking somebody out and catching picks. Dude, Palomala was jumping over linemen. That was his gig, man. man. Hit him. We call him Baby Jesus. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> dude. Like, bro, how you know that play was about to happen? You must have talked to the good man above. The, the huh? hair. It's Literally. the hair, dude. Shh, this dude. Special. What did he used to say when they would? When you have to say your college? What was your – you had one great one. Swagging. Yeah. That's what it was. Swagging University. That was it, man. Yeah. <laughs> like 12 They thought years. I was crazy. 12, 12 years, years bro. 12 years, dude. And consistently the same team. I mean, you just don't see that very often. Right. You have Eli. You have Brady. You have all these guys. But you In any well. sport. In any what sport a blessing. anymore, man. No, nah, it really, it really is a blessing, bro. Like I, I be telling people, I went to school twice. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, I went to school twice. I had to go from elementary school to, to high school. Then I had to go to school from, you know, playing the league. Man, it's hard. Like yeah. I be telling people, like it's, it's hard getting in there. It's hard to even stay because they're trying to drive for bigger, younger, faster, cheaper versions right. of you totally. every year. You got to as an organization. And if, if you're not staying healthy, there's a guy right behind you, right, who's ready to go for your spot. Availability is the best ability. Yeah. So you gotta you gotta stay healthy. You got yeah. and that was that was I was known for that. Like I was known not taking no days off in the off season, you know if you had to work off seasons used to be so good. Coach Kyle and Coach Tomlin. If they if they knew you was working out with Ike Taylor in the offseason, you didn't have to do conditioning. It was already understand. If you working out with Ike, you down in Orlando working out with Ike? Okay. Sweating your ass off? Is, that where, is that where you live right now? Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to get a workout in. That's all I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Y'all, y'all ain't doing no conditioning. Wow. If I know y'all working out with Ike, y'all ain't doing it because y'all going to be in the best shape. We ain't got to worry about you putting no hamstring. I ain't got to worry about you being hurt. I know Ike gets up at 5, 6 o'clock in the morning to go work out. I ain't got to check and see where he at. Like, I know y'all going to be ready. Man, I had, like, 
15, 20 Steelers. That one for two for like a two year span. I always had like five or six with me. About a two year span, I had like 10 to 15 Steelers with me, staying at the house. And that made us even tighter. Yeah. yeah totally. In the off season, you're eating together, you're hanging out. It's not even like you're training together. You're doing a it's, bunch it's, of other things together. So That's now, I, is, I, so now I just look at you like I know what you don't like in food. I know what you do like. I know what kind of drink you like. I know what kind of girls you do and don't like. I know when your mama pissed you off. I know when your girlfriend pissed you off. Like you be around each other for so long, it's your you brother, just pick, dude. You pick up it's the tendencies. It's family. Yeah. I gotta ask you one more question. Yeah, yeah. You love game film. Yeah, young corner right now. Who we should be looking out for? Mm. A young guy in the league coming right? out of college or the league. If you can give me one, if you can oh. give me one of each, that'd be great. If, if you, not, all good. If you give us the same guy that we love out of college, it's just gonna give us more confirmation. But well, you know, Del Pitt for me is he's my guy coming out of college from LSU. Like yeah, he'll, he's a he's not as aggressive as Honey Badger, but he can roam like a Ed Reed. Always in the right place. Yeah, always opportunity. Dude. Yeah, totally. Um, you you watch much of Stingley? I love Stingley. Dude, nasty. I said my, this. My son, my son plays um, football, and I coach my Matter of fact, we won two national championships back-to-back. And my son, he don't want to go to another college but LSU. I'm like, bro, you know it's 100 other colleges. He was like, nah, dad. Like, <laughs> LSU push out DBs. Now, my son is a, is a head buster. So my ex is Italian. I'm black. So he's a, he's the, the next mix. Oh, kid. I know, I know Italians, dude. Bro, yeah. my son and he, my son asked me like, "Daddy, were you hitting like this at 12?" And I straight tell him like, "Not at all, bro." Yeah. Like, bro, you coming? Like, you really taking us? Because he still remembers in the locker room, Daddy. Now I know with James and Joe, Joey, and. Pie dog and Larry Foot. Now I know what they mean by taking the soul out of kids. Those are grown men. Yeah. Grown men. IT, thank you so much, man. Appreciate it. Del Pitt. All, All right, right we'll do it, baby. Appreciate it. All right. Ike's good, man. Total student of the game. You see when he talks about the game, his eyes light up. I mean, that's the only issue I'd say ever for podcast. You can't see these guys' eyes. When you get, when you hit something that they're really interested in, and Ike, that be football. Boom, his eyes light up like a Christmas tree. It was a pleasure just watching him and listening to him talk football. Hope you guys enjoyed that one. Just as good, honestly. I hope this guy gets some kind of sick analyst job because he's electric. Brandon Flowers, enjoy. At hometown, it was Bouquet because I got a big family, so Bouquet of Flowers, that's why my name is Bouquet. Okay. In uh, college, it was just B-Dot, and then in the NFL, it was B-Flow. Beeflow, yeah, yeah, that's nice. Flow, yeah. See, Beeflow's good. So Brandon whenever Flo. I hear my name, yeah. like whoever, like nickname I get is where I know I know people from. So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah I'm gonna call you Bouquet. You're gonna, th- I'm gonna, <laughs> gonna throw know, you off, like, dude. You'd be like, we've been friends for a long time. School. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you've known me only for a little bit, but it's gonna get real comfortable real quick. Brandon Flowers joining the boys, the Believe Podcast Network. We're Ryan Dirude of LA Football Network, Joshua Fisher, Alexander Tisopolis of the Charity Stripe Podcast. How you feeling being down in Miami, baby? The team's back in it in the Super Bowl. 50 years. You know, I'm, I'm a Florida guy. I'm a South Florida guy. I grew yeah. up 45 minutes down the road. So having your Super Bowl in your backyard mm-hmm. with your former team playing in it, it doesn't get no better than this. I just can't wait. I hope the Chiefs can hold up this trophy at the end of the day, but we'll see. 49 is tough, so. 
Mm-hmm. It's going to be a great game. No yeah. matter what, I think it's going to be a great game. Yeah, I mean, these are the two best teams. And I'm a football fan. I want a great game. I even want D4 to get a strip sack, and you think the 49ers going to win all game, mm-hmm. and yeah. Pat Mahomes bring them back at the end. So as long as the Chiefs hold the trophy up, that's all I want. Storybook ending. Yeah. South Florida guy, how do you end up at Vatek? I had no college offers coming out of high school. Shut Zero. up. Zero. Not small schools, anything. So – I went to a prep school named Hargrave uh, Military Academy. Right. Mm-hmm. It's based in Virginia. So when I was there, I took a couple of uh, visits to Virginia Tech. I went to the game when they played Miami on a night game. Night games in Lane Stadium is crazy. Yeah. It, was, it was the most amazing thing I experienced at the time. And I looked at their roster, and it was like 40% Florida guys. So when I went on my college visit, uh, it, it was just a match made in heaven, man. I like being away from home. I never seen snow before, so I wanted to go to Virginia Tech just to, just enjoy that whole experience of being away from home. And yeah. I wanted to play against Miami and Florida State and let them know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, hell yeah, yeah. Okay, you. And you love that hokey call. Oh, definitely, definitely, man. That was the best decision I made, yeah. you know, in a long time going to Virginia Tech. Was Terod your quarterback then? Y'all's quarterback? So when I first came in, I had Marcus Vick. Mm-hmm. And Marcus, then, that's right. Yeah, so Jesus, then I had Sean Glennon. He was uh, like that bridge between Marcus and Tyrod. So my last year was Tyrod's uh, freshman year. So we had him for the second half of the season when Sean Glennon kind of got the boot. Yeah. yeah. What was the feeling like being drafted? Do you know you're going to go in the second round? Do you have an idea? What were you thinking? No. So I was at the combine. I was I was the first cornerback uh, on everybody's list at mm-hmm. the combine. I ran a four five five. So that's slow for a cornerback. Dominique Rogers Kamari ran a four two eight. Talib yeah. was clocking a four four flat. And those are guys that's lengthy too. Talib is like six, six one. Three, yeah, six, yeah, six yeah, yeah, yeah. He's tall. Yeah, yeah. His yeah. arms yeah. are longer than his body. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so at that time, that dropped me to the second round. But I didn't know it was gonna drop me that far at the time. So I'm sitting at the at the house. I'm thinking I'm going first round. I was the number one cornerback at the draft. I had great agility drills on the field. Yeah. So. Houston Texans pick comes up and my agent gives me a call and he was saying hey hey congrats you going to the Texans I'm like I don't think that's how it works I didn't watch the draft for a long time usually the team calls you yeah let you know they drafted you like no I'm telling you my guy from Houston called me just walk outside because I was watching the uh draft inside because it was too nerve-wracking I had a party going outside yeah so when my name was gonna get called I was gonna walk as if I was walking to the stage and go join the rest of uh Mm -hmm. the rest of the party so when the Houston uh, Texans pick came in, they announced we select Dwayne Brown from Virginia Tech. And oh, my agent called left me. Left tackle, like, yeah. baby, dude. He was like, I'm sorry. I didn't know they was going off of some line. They told fired. me they needed a corner. Oh, yeah, he definitely got fired. fired. He definitely got fired. <laughs> well, he what was, he, they must have just told him, like, dude, the like the Vatex guy, that's he's, what he he's getting picked. Yeah, yeah. He said, they told me was taking our, your guy from Virginia Tech. I didn't think they was going left tackle. Dwayne Brown was a second rounder. Did he rep time. Dwayne, too? Yeah, he repped Dwayne, too. Uh, so that's when he made a mistake. But I wasn't so forgiving. That was so embarrassing to walk Dude, out. Dude, that's rough. Everybody yeah, clapping. Yeah. Here we go. And then it was just. Well, when was you get terrible. the call, you should clarify, like, I have two guys from Vautech. Which, which one? <laughs> Not just you, like. I'm you would assume it's. Uh, you would think. You would think. <laughs> and I, I kept telling them, like, I know how this goes. I didn't get the call. And like, yeah. no, go outside. Uh, I trust. I'm like, oh, could I cook me. rice? Not that well. But I don't think I would have messed that up. I think <laughs> I would have <laughs> hit that. All right. So. You slip not that far. Uh-huh. One of the first picks in the second round. Yep. Get that call. What's that feeling like, man? It was the best feeling ever. Just to have that experience over with and yeah. me just waiting. Mm-hmm. And 
always admired Herm Edwards as a coach. So getting a chance to go play for that guy, he was a great defensive, defensive back, back in the back league. Guy, yeah. yeah, and if you ever met Herm Edwards, he's just a great person, great a great person. guy. You know, so coming from Virginia Tech and playing for Coach Beamer, a legendary coach, mm-hmm. I always wanted to go with a similar, you know, type of coach. It's just easy to gel with. So being there in Kansas City, getting drafted, and at the time, Patrick Sertan was the uh, other corner. He was in year 12. Mm-hmm. His brother married my uh, first cousin. So in high school, when he played with the Dolphins, I was spending the night over his house. Yeah. And he kind of like was a guy that I always looked up to in yeah. high school, in college, always going to his Dolphin games. And my first year in Kansas City, my first start, I'm on the opposite sides of him. So it was a cool experience. Yeah. Did he become kind of like when you guys were playing together, like a guy? mentor, like the guy you went to with all your questions as you – made your way into the league definitely was my mentor when I stepped in the building and at the time I was I was uh penciled in as a starter day one it wasn't hey you're competing with this guy we'll see who went in camp hmm. it was like nah you're the guy and we're a team in the NFL but guys are fighting for their livelihood so yeah, right. you don't know what kind of looks you're gonna get in the building so for him putting his arm around me and saying this is my guy and you have Napoleon Harris who's like in year 12 at the time. You got mm-hmm. Donnie Edwards and you're like 14 at the time. You got all these old guys and you're the only young buck being a starter. It's like yeah. got a lot of pressure on me. But he took a lot of pressure off me just letting me know how good of a player I was. Don't worry about anything. They respect you just like they respect and me. The so. fir- it's the first time. Like no offers. Yeah. You have to fight your way to get into Vodtech. Yeah. First time you're like, all right, you, this is yours. Yeah, you're yeah. The star. I mean, oh, that man. must have been like a nice feeling. And I didn't man. take it for granted, just knowing no how how, how hard, hard it yeah. was for me to claw up and get to where I'm at now. I always had that underdog mentality, so mm-hmm. that took me far. Yeah, what's yeah. that? What's the organization like? You know, the Hunt family, obviously highly respected. KC loves the Chiefs. I mean, the Chiefs kingdom is. It's great. You, you don't find too many people better than the Hunts because they really care about you as says, a person. Yeah. In, in this game, you don't even fault owners, general managers, of just liking you as a football player because that's all they signed up to like you for. Like, we bring you in to win right. games, and that's right. all we do. But the Hunts just provide so much for their players and their franchise on, are you okay? Do you need somebody to talk to? How's everything going? He's just just a great person. Him, his wife, Gives his family. Shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. It it's, it's the best thing ever. So just him having a chance to just hold up his father's trophy last week in Kent. Well, two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, in Kansas first City. Time. Super like, cool. It, it yeah. means a lot. And then the story with Andy Reid. I played with him one year, one of the greatest guys. Yeah. I never thought it would be a better head coach than Herm Edwards on a pro level, but then I encountered Andy Reid. Yeah. And I just hope he can get this monkey off his back, get this ring. I think he'll win three more. If he just get that one and he yeah. don't have to overthink oh, yeah. it, especially having Patrick Mahomes. Dude, he so is so gnarly. I mean, what's it like going as a walrus. corner, man? I mean, you play for the Chiefs, play for the Chargers. In kind of the heyday, you, you went against Peyton. You went against Brady. You went against Big Ben. What's it like stepping Breeze. up on the field, yeah. Breeze, against these, corner, these quarterbacks? It's hard because right now – it. It's tough because it was harder for us as defensive the backs because those guys are so smart. Mm-hmm. So when they come to the line, guys like Peyton Manning always say who's the toughest to play against because he will read your defense and literally change the route with every receiver going down the line of scrimmage to beat what defense you're in. <laughs> and no matter how much you disguise, he's looking at the defensive line front. Yeah. He looks at you don't run that blitz if this nose tackle is lined up right here. So I know you disguising, so I'm expecting something else, and that's what made him so hard to defend. So it, it was there. It definitely just um, he was the offensive coordinator on the field, and those guys for me were harder to play against more than the athletic quarterbacks like the Lamar Jackson that can buy time. It's just because well he can just run. Mentally, yeah, he, he can, can run. run. Right. Yeah. But mentally, 
you can't stop the receiver's route. See, with Lamar Jackson, if you lock your receivers down, I yeah. mean, he's going to buy time to throw the ball, but I would prefer me locking the receiver down and he doesn't change route. The quarterback doesn't change mm -hmm. routes rather than dealing with a guy. It's, well, and it's also release, like, man. And once he breaks past the line of scrimmage, right, the game gets very simple. Yeah, you just have to get him down. Exactly. Which, I mean, that it's not that yeah, simple not with Lamar Jackson. Simple, but it sounds simple. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. just from a mentality standpoint, like the checklist, right? Exactly. Especially for cornerbacks. That's yeah. not my job to get him down. Right. So. Yeah, right. Yeah. Toughest and coolest receiver to guard. Toughest, pretty self-explanatory. Coolest meaning like when you line up, you're like, oh, yo, holy shit, I'm guarding so-and-so. <laughs> So the toughest receiver uh, to, that I played against was Brandon Marshall when he was with Denver. Yeah. Just because, everything. Yeah, dude. and he, just the size difference, man. Yeah, yeah, he's like 6'4", six, 6'5", six, ripped in. He's not a soft receiver. He want to punish cornerbacks when he catches the ball. He want to stiff arm. He want to run yeah, you over. His so, yak was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, you're just in for just a WWE-type game when you face Brandon Marshall. That's what made him the toughest. And Love a WWE reference, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, but the coolest receiver I faced was Larry Fitzgerald. It's just this guy has so much composure. You'll talk trash the first three series of the game. Then he won't say anything to you. Just like it's not working. I'm talking to a wall. I'm seeming crazy right now. Then he'll just mention one thing: like your sock game is terrible right now. Do something with your socks. You're looking real stank out here on the field right now. He would, he would talk some shit. Yeah, a yeah. little bit, like, but it'll like be subtle yeah, yeah. because he know for cornerbacks, we always want to look the best on the field. Mm -hmm. Between plays, we pulling up our socks, pulling them down, scrunching them just to make it look like we're going out on a Friday night to the club. So we yeah. always got to look clean. And that little nugget he said to me just had me looking down all game that was like trash talk but it was smooth because yeah your delivery was smooth with it so it almost it made you overthink it more exactly larry's a guy that's like he doesn't care about swag at all yeah at halftime i literally went and changed my socks it'll <laughs> bother me that i'm looking at you like, right now dude you look you <laughs> yeah look, you look yeah, good know, you yeah, look man, good got, you, got no, you got no socks on this time yeah, so yeah, i know yeah. i know i switch it up from time to time what have you been up to now man so right now i'm just transitioning into the analyst field you know i work with fox fs1 with right you know a lot yeah. this year and I love just talking X and O's and talking no, football. You're good, man. Yeah. yeah, so I, I just love the transition. It's been smooth for me right now. Good. So I'm just embracing it. Good. That's Good. great, man. We love to see that. You know, love it love to see guys jumping in the it's nice to hear a guy who's been there and do the X's and O's. And just break it down for us. It's I'm a damn junkie, man. So that's why the end of the job I, I just enjoy it more because all you're doing now is just just trying to elaborate to the fans and whoever's watching on what you see, you break it down and you just explain everything. And just, yeah. I feel like you're, I feel like a teacher. Like I'm teaching everybody what I see and why I see this and what mm -hmm. office coordinators do. So yeah. well, I think I think that a lot of you guys, when you get out of the league, want to go and do something else, right? Because you spend so much time, take a little effort reprieve. and energy in football, and that's all you've known for so long. But then there's some guys which, like as fans, we're super appreciative of, right? Because like. I didn't play college football. I didn't play professional football, obviously. Just take a look at me. <laughs> but then for you guys to go and break it down for us and to really you know, break down the X's and O's and tell us what Peyton Manning's doing when he's, when he's audibling on that receiver on the outside, that's really cool for us to, to hear. And, and, like, I don't know. That's amazing. That's great yeah. stuff. Yeah. 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 Thank you. I mean, we had Ike Taylor sitting right there, another big X and O's guy, another big film guy. We yeah. asked him this. Young cornerback. It could be a guy coming out of college. It could be a young guy already in the pros. Young defensive back, cornerback you're looking at right now who's about to make that jump and be a superstar. I don't even think this guy is making a jump. I think he's already there. Derek Stingley Jr. out of LSU. That's who we were talking about. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. I literally yeah. feel he's like going, this guy. He's going to be the first pick, dude. That's what I said. I yeah. said this guy literally wouldn't be – like, if he's not the first overall pick, he might be a steal. Just the – 
I'm a cornerback, so I watch cornerbacks every move, just the patience he has at the line of scrimmage, the way he plays freshman. the ball in the air. He's a freshman. He, he picks off deep balls because some quarterbacks, you might be aggressive on short routes, but they'll just throw a deep ball in there to try to keep you honest. Mm -hmm. But he's intercepting the deep ball, so you don't want to yeah. throw his way at all. And he's all. so physical within 10 he's yards. Physical, so, oh, my God. He has the length. It's yeah. just how can you he's beat this guy? His legs are like the size of two of mine. Yeah. That is mean. Kick returns, punt returns. And he didn't get satisfied this year. When he started getting all the pub, you still seen him making plays in the SEC championship, international yeah. championship. So I just hope we can stay hungry and just keep elevating this game until yeah. – just being the number one pick and I mean, just making history. He had, two, he had two guys on his team that were heralded as first-round draft picks and Christian Fulton and Grant Delpit, and everyone's talking about him. Yeah, he's, he's the, the best. best. But you that's know when you know he's good. And it's and it's Akuda. There's two guys. If Chase Young, if Burrow didn't do what Burrow did, if, Burrow, if Chase Young wasn't Chase Young, I think Judy on one side of the football, and I think Okuda on the other, because Jeff Okuda is neat. Oh, yeah. He's he, like Gilmore, he, dude. He, For some he, reason, he, they he, keep throwing at yeah. him. I do not know why. I went to a Patriots game, and I'm like, and it was raining, so they didn't throw that much, but they're still throwing at Gilmore. I'm like, what are you doing? This is the thing. In football, and especially in the NFL, guys have egos, totally. and they always feel like we're going to be the ones to right. complete passes and make this guy look crazy. And that's why the greats always make these guys look silly and they get Hall of Fame runs because when you should stay away from them, you always think you're the team or you're the quarterback or you're the receiver that's going to beat them, and he proves you wrong every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Really, really great stuff. Just be a game manager. That's all yeah. I got to do. Just be a game manager. So what do you stay, stay away from the best. That's it. And that's why <laughs> Jimmy G is going to be scary in this Super Bowl because yeah. everyone forget. You know, San Francisco has been running the ball so much and so well in this playoffs. Shanahan wants to throw the ball. Yeah. His right. father is just telling him, hey, if the run isn't broke, don't fix it. Totally. So if Kansas City stops to run like they did in Tennessee, Shanahan's going to open up that playbook and say, hey, Jimmy G. They got weapons. going to do. Yeah. The and Jimmy G is not going to force the ball. He's not that guy. He learned yeah. under Brady. Take what the defense give you. Mm -hmm. And so what? I might have 150 passing yards or I might have 350. We don't know. Whatever the defense gives you, we need to that's do. what's going to take. At the end of the day, Jimmy G wins games. If you look at his win-loss record, he wins games. baby. And then if you win Super Bowls and you have that tag behind you, You've I mean, what can they say? This hey. is a really interesting game, I think, from the standpoint of both of these franchises, right? Because the 49ers have a lot of young guys on their team, super talented, new head coach, right, with Shanahan. And then Reed kind of has, like, a potential of a dynasty, like you're talking about. Like, if Patrick Mahomes wins this year, could be a start, start of many. Sky's the limit, right? Can't afford I mean, it, but they were right there last year. And the thing about Andy Reid, I don't care what team in the NFL, what they do, Andy Reid's gonna keep weapons. He calls, hey, he like his uh, offense working with like a well or machine. Yeah. When he was in Philly, he always had receivers, Same, running yeah. backs. If the defense have no one, he'll say, hey, we'll beat you in the shootout. But I'm gonna right. have my weapons on the offense side of the mm -hmm. ball. And he had like Westbrook, Deshaun. Like he loves that he make. And you know what? You could have fast guys. I mean, we've seen so many fast guys in the league just not work. Yeah, we've missed out on fast guys. Yeah. Like and, and some to injury, unfortunately. But some guys just underutilized. He like Hardman. Knew, that was his. Well, guy. it was like Tyreek Hill goes Hardman down. Hardman was his no, guy. They didn't even bat an eye, right? It was yeah. like it was his. Well, guy. then Demarcus Robinson stepped in and had like three sick games. Exactly. I mean, yeah. And let yeah. Sammy Watkins coming back and be Sammy Watkins for yeah. a game. Then yeah. he can score three. But there's like all the these receivers in the draft, and I'm not saying that anyone's like like I love. Hollywood, I'm sure Andy Reid would have loved to get Hollywood Brown because he does fit that mold. But he's looking at the draft and that his guy is McCall Hardman. It's for him, it's the right guy. It's not about the best guys necessarily. And yeah. that's what he does. He goes for guys that fits his system. Yeah. You can get a 6'5 guy like a, a Metcalf, but that's not what I do. 
I want yeah. quick guys that can make you miss in space, run for 20 yards after the catch. I'm going to make guys motion, you know, keep the defense off balance. I want to have two receivers that can run jet sweeps. Yep. So you just can't get a beat on them. So just, he, yeah. he knows what he has over there. Just, He's sticking to his niche. Just a yeah. big athletic tight end and a bunch of speed guys. Exactly. He's really athletic. Travis Kelce is amazing. Yeah. Oh, man. Always yeah. finds a pocket in the zone. Boom. Future Open. Hall of Famer, man. Yeah. If he Easy. can get a Super Bowl to just solidify that, oh, lock, lock him that in. in. Lock that in. So you got a pred- you got a prediction for the game? You got Chief, a score? I'm going Chiefs 34, San Fran 28. Nice. Okay. I'll one, take that. It's a good game, game. Every, That's the game we all asked, want, man. Everyone we've asked has been, it's been really close. It's been, been one really score game, close everyone. like that. Yeah. I think yeah. it'll be a very close yeah, game. Yeah, no one's had like a more than two scores. No. Yeah. I'm just excited, man. I'm just glad this is going to be a fireworks Super Bowl. It's not Seattle, New England, 13-9. and nine, and yeah. Seattle's running the ball all the time. Like, yeah. Nah, we go Bray's see some big plays. Yeah, you're yeah. going to see big plays. You're going to see turnovers. It's going to be fun. Good, man. I'm excited. Brandon Flowers, B-Flow, Bouquet, yeah. and B-Dot. <laughs> Whatever you want to <laughs> Whatever you want. But recommend Bouquet. So it's a little <laughs> more like that, man. Thank you. Listen for him on Fox Sports 1, right? That's where Fox you find Sports him? Fox Sports 1. Awesome, Sports man. One. Thank you, B-Flow. Good, good right. job. Thanks for having me. Thanks, man. Awesome, man. There's no way you dislike that. No way. B-Flow, B-Dot, my man Bouquet. Just great shit. He, just knew, he was vibrant, knew, knew what he was doing. We loved that. Hope you loved it, too. And we'll close it out with a little MVS Marquez Valdez Scantling, wide receiver of Green Bay Packers. Enjoy. These bags are like the new. <laughs> Marquez <laughs> Valdez Scantling. What's up? Dude, Green Bay guy walking around in beach trunks right now. Hey, man. I'm you, How good you feel right now, honestly? Yeah, I'm a Florida boy. So I is, know you are. South me. Florida. <laughs> this is me, what I need, you know. How's the week been? How's the off season? Man, I uh, haven't had much of it. Yeah, know. I know, man. Close, <laughs> baby. Been, close. Yeah. It's been, you know, a whirlwind. Uh, but obviously, you know, coming up a little short, you know, a game away from being here. Yeah, man. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's good to, you know, have some time off. It's been a long season. Yeah, y'all are good. <laughs> yeah. Listen, man, y'all, you know, y'all know you guys are great. Uh, what was like under the floor the first year? Man, it was a completely different in- environment totally from, different from McCarthy. Totally different experience, yeah. Um, you know, the floor is a lot younger. Um, <laughs> you know, Damn, uh, jabs already. Yeah. You know, and, and McCarthy was, you know, he was a great coach, you know, but it was very traditional, very old school. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the floor came in, you know, it was just a different environment. Um, you know, not necessarily, you know, good or bad. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just different. Um, yeah. And it worked, so. How was, it trans- how was the offensive transition? Because you're, you guys are running the ball a lot more. Because last year was a lot of pass. Yeah. And you know what? It's a great changeup. Get Jones going. He, what, he go 16 touchdowns? Man, I think he had like 20 total. Yeah. yeah. Dude, he, dude, he had two, yeah. Game, he had two dude, games with four each. Dude lived in the end zone, man. Yeah, it's man. like, come on, baby. Get out of here. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I, got, I got his jersey. Um, he gave me one of his jerseys after the season. Really? Know, so that was cool. Um, Love it. But, yeah, you know, it's just a completely different offense, you know. So, you know, one year and going to the NFC title. Yeah. You know, that's, that's huge growth. Huge, um, man. Huge. And so, obviously, the – the sky's the limit for you know, what we can do next year. Yeah, um, man, absolutely. I mean, listen, sure. it's a it's a first year under a new offense. You have to adjust. Yeah. To go thirteen and three to make it, it's it, it. There's a part that's like, oh, we're so close, but there's a part like, okay, this is where we start. Yeah. Imagine year two. Yeah, for sure. How was it going to Green Bay? Did you have any inkling of where you were going to go, or it's kind of just no, all I, up in I the air? I had no idea, man. Um, you know, I talked to a bunch of teams, took a lot of visits. Yeah. Um, and like I said, I, I had no idea what round I was going to get drafted in. I was hearing third round. I was hearing I was going to get undrafted. Jesus. Um, so it's just yeah. the, it's the biggest. Just, re- is it the biggest relief ever? Man, it's like it, you, you have so many emotions um, yeah. in those 10 seconds. Um, and I got the phone call from Green Bay. And the, the first thought I had was, 
Man, it's gonna be cold. These beat these beach trunks ain't gonna fly, yeah, man. man. That's not gonna work. What, what do you do? You do sleeves or do you go no nah, sleeves? No yeah. sleeves. Our receiver room has a, a policy: no sleeves. Oh really? Nice. God, we've yeah. a bunch of grown men up there, <laughs> dude. Because we always joke around. We watch you guys play, right? We're watching the whole season, and it gets colder and colder and yeah, colder. Yeah, it never gets warmer. And no, I know. <laughs> there's no, there's no, there's no, there's no coming back once you hit October. Yeah, so and I'm watching this. I'm like, Jesus, I have like three sweatshirts on right now. Yeah. And like, and they just I wish. More, yeah, I literally wish. But that's our policy in our room: no sleeves. What's yeah. the what's the culture like up there? Because it's, it's like a college town with a pro team. It's no, a little it's, different than most places. No, not college town. It's just the football. It's just that's it. There's nothing else. But you people know, bleed just it. The packs. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. well, I mean, our, our stadium's in the middle of a, uh, a neighborhood, mm-hmm. and that's the only thing that's around. You know, if you look at what's to do in Green Bay, it's gonna be uh, the football stadium and game, and, game, and, and, and a game. Casino. Yeah, like, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Like in a botanical garden or something. Like, <laughs> so it's open to you. You know what though? Right. My my cousin went. I mean, we're from the north. I'm from the northeast, right? So we have met life, and I'm a Foxborough guy. I'm a Pats fan. So Foxborough. Sorry, baby. Yeah. I know it's been a tough one. I've been trying to. <laughs> I'm gonna have to ditch it for next year. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone yeah, Brady, hates it, man. Brady leaves. It's gonna happen, man. I do. Everyone's yeah. <laughs> been saying, dude. I mean, I, I'll, I just will go and hide. <laughs> I won't. I won't. I'll watch you, man. I'll be an MVS guy. It'll be my new QB. Uh, the but you know it's a great place to play. I mean, yeah. what's like the environment? Like, cause the fans are all in. Yeah, I mean, isn't that, that a great feeling? That's the best thing. Cause I mean, I, the first day I got there, you know, I got into an Uber to to go to the team facility. And they were like, you know, I was telling them who I was and whatnot. And he was like, man, you know, I was put on the waiting list when I was born just to yeah. get tickets when I turned 40. <laughs> so just to imagine, you know, the, the waiting list has, you know, 100,000 people. Yeah. You know, so yeah. just it's going to be sold out every single game. So you couldn't actually play in a better place mm-hmm. where the fans are going to be, you know, there every single game, no matter what the temperature is, no matter if it's snowing, if it's freezing rain. Are you li- where do you crazy, live? Man. Where do you Those live your crazy. time? Are you back here full time, like in the off season? Yeah, in off season, I'm in Tampa. Yeah, cool, nice man. Do you feel like when people come into Lambeau, just because you guys are so good at home, do you feel like other teams come in with a chip on their shoulder that they like they want to win one in Lambeau? Well, I mean, it's always like that. For some reason, we always get the best of everybody. Right, mm-hmm. um, it's a good thing. I think it's just everyone wants to beat the Packers. Yeah, you know, yeah, no matter, man. That's just how it is. Like everyone is. We got to beat I mean, the you Packers. Guys, you just, the franchise started off so greatly, right? Mm-hmm. You win the first Super Bowl ever. Yeah, and then win like, like five later. Like you just it's crazy. Yeah. So it is a great. I mean, I mean, we know the feeling. We went to University of Texas. I mean, Chuck Strong. Yeah. I mean, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. Poor guy. I know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> never mind. We'll fast forward this one. In yeah. that case. But I mean, we know the feeling of everyone wanting to come into our house and just kick the shit out of us. I mean, you guys actually win the games, we lose them. So there's a <laughs> ma- there's a massive difference yeah. there, but. Uh, so what's the next step going forward? Okay, year three, now you're acclimated. Your fifth-round yeah. pick, right? You jump in. You have over 500 yards you're receiving. You're yeah. back to almost about about 500 your mm-hmm. second year. Year three, for you personally, what's the growth you're looking to make? Um, you know, just take that next step. You know, it started off really hot for me. Yeah. Um, then the injury happened, and it kind of just slowed me down. Um, kind of been lingering the whole season. Uh, so just being able to you know, just make it through the season and, and take that next step. Um, you know, I was you know, on a up and arrow um, until that injury happened. It kind of derailed me a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, just year three is just going to be, you know, something special for me. And I, I feel it too, man. The yeah. bling, the MVS bling. I need a pick with you and that bling <laughs> zoomed into to me. Yeah, I'm gonna, Thank I'm gonna you, have man. to find one of those. This is JAF. It won't be as cool. It doesn't sling like that, but it's good. Marquez Valdez Scantling. Thank you for joining the show. Best yeah, luck next year, man. Kick some ass, of course. Appreciate it. And that's it, guys. Radio Row closed out. Great day. Believe Podcast Network. Joshua Fisher of the Charity Stripe. Alexander Tsopolis of the Charity Stripe. Ryan Dyrude, LA Football Network. Cam Rogers, Believe in Ravens. Hit your free throws. Enjoy the Super Bowl. We out ya. We love ya.
Breaking news. This important PSA is brought to you by Manscaped.com. This is your pubic service announcement. After more than 18 months of research and development, the Manscaped engineering team has confirmed that they have successfully created the greatest ball hair trimmer ever invented. This new trimmer was just released only moments ago, and we are the first to confirm the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. Manscaping trimmer is now available for purchase. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with the free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code B-L-E-A-V, BELIEVE, and as always, your balls will thank you. Go do it. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.